the America's Jobs Team Podcast for economic developers by economic developers. Join the Consultant Connect team every Thursday for discussions surrounding the latest in our industry. Learn from fellow economic development heroes, get leadership advice, keep on top of industry trends and shifts, and so much more. You are a part of America's Jobs Team. And we're so glad that you're tuning in. Hi, everyone. This is Carla Sones, and welcome back for another episode of the America's Jobs Team. I am once again in the studio with Cynthia McMullen. So get this, Cynthia. I said your name correct twice. Love it. I am two for Love two. it. <laughs> and I am just delighted to have you back because I feel like even just talking to you on the previous podcast that we recorded, it just reminds me of, one, how we work so well together. And I'm so grateful for your partnership and just the balance that you provide and the creativity that you bring to our team. But also every time I hear you, I feel like we walk away with like more ideas. Like we spent time after that last episode thinking about ideas because it's just <laughs> in a room with you comes a lot of sparks I love of it. ideas. So That's I'm excited right. to have you back. We can see what other kind of trouble we can get into. I love it, Carla. So. You're so right. We have such passion for Consult and Connect and all the things that we do. So I'm excited to keep brainstorming with you after this episode. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> on this episode, Cynthia, we're going to dive into how to create an event experience that people will remember. And you're going to have to hold me back a little bit because you know I get really excited about event creation. And I don't know why I went to school for health education. It doesn't even make sense. <laughs> but somehow with all y'all on a team, I fell in love with creating event experiences and I love doing it. Mm -hmm. And I know you do too. And people do ask like, how do you do this? And we want to translate this to our annual event and you know, you come up with good ideas and how do you make sure that all, you know, everything works. And so we're going to share a few secrets today. We don't have enough time to share everything that we've, you know, we've got a lot of stories, trust me, mm -hmm. of good and bad things that have happened. But we're going to share a little bit so that if you're thinking about like your own events, maybe that's hosting a prospect or a site consultant, or maybe that's like your annual event or a big board meeting how do you translate kind of making a, a meeting something that you'll remember? Mm -hmm. All right. So economic developers, you know, we just tend to have a lot of events. It just is what it is. So what advice do you have for economic developers as they're creating agendas mm -hmm. for all of these events? Like, like I said, prospects, board meetings, annual events, fundraising dinners, like all of these things. How do you make an event a memory that's not just another meeting. Like what advice, like when I say that, like what kind of comes top of mind? Yeah. Well, first of all, I mean, I think you're so right. I think that we do have such a passion for events on the Consultant Connect team. And I think that's because we know that high of getting done with an event and having everyone buzzing with excitement over shared experiences. And it's our role to sort of create that environment and that foundation for academic developers and site consultants to have those shared experiences and to deepen those relationships. Calendars are full right now, and it's time away from busy work schedules. And so it's even more important to sort of make memories happen at your event. And there's 
not a bigger compliment that we get when we have someone say, hey, remember that one event when we did this? Or remember that one event when the chef surprised us with, you know, a big bin of lobsters or... (laughs) Yep. So I think when you're creating an event, whether that's a meeting or a big conference, whether that's five or 300 people, I think you really need to look at it as, yes, having some relevant information, but really thinking about creating memories. And that's almost the why as to, you know, when you're thinking, is this too much? Is this over the top? The answer is probably no. (laughs) (laughs) And I love that you're talking about the why, because we talk about this and about pretty much every event now. And we do so many events that I don't even think our team always recognizes that that's what we're talking about all of the time. But the why is so critically important. And what's even more important than knowing the why is having a team that's going to help keep you accountable to the why. Absolutely. And we were just talking about this because one of the things that really trips economic developers up when hosting, I think, prospects and site consultants and probably other VIPs too, is you can start to forget who the client is. Like, who are we doing the event for and what is the reason for the event? And I've seen so many communities, Cynthia, and I know you've sat Mm -hmm. on calls too where you're like, wow, we served everybody else on this event, but we forgot that this was about the site consultants experiencing Mm -hmm. this place. And instead, we really thought about how the mayor was going to feel and that every single city in this region Mm -hmm. was touched in some way. And I will be the first to admit that hosting a group in a region and and balancing out all of the voices and the key stakeholders and the elected officials, and it's hard, but you have to stay true to that why or the entire event will fall short. So I love that you pointed that out. And then I love that you pointed out like having some things that surprise. And Mm -hmm. sometimes that's even in like the venue selection. And Mm -hmm. I know that we often are going to places. And one of the things we hear at almost every event is, how did you find this place? Mm -hmm. So let us into your secret of how are you finding these places? You know, sometimes I think I don't even know. (laughs) (laughs) I, I get lost in these rabbit holes of searches But I definitely keep up on a lot of the blogs, the traveling sort of lists that come out with all the top hotels and restaurants, grand openings. Definitely keep my eye out on chefs and where they're moving around. And I keep an eye out on chefs and their stories because I think that is something that, you know, we really gravitate to. And it's, you know, you ultimately want to know who are you and what's your story and So I think I start off with some, you know, am I connected to all of the email lists that come out? But then that kind of starts me on this whole research of lists that I'm kind of perusing through. And then I sometimes stumble upon like a new hotel or a restaurant. And oftentimes I think people think the fancier, more expensive the venue or atmosphere is, that's going to equal a really cool event. And sometimes it's the exact opposite. It's going into a up-and-coming neighborhood and sort of showing the cool little hidden pockets of culinary scene that's happening. So I think it's staying true to the event's theme and sort of creating this theme around the area. And so if a community is really, you know, there's a certain industry that's prevalent in the area, I think highlighting that or 
if it's a younger college town, it's okay to sort of go casual and sort of create that experience that they would feel. So yeah, I think it's all about unique experiences. Okay, so one of the other questions that we get all the time is around food. And like, how and why do we pick the menu? And you and I have, we have very different tastes, right? And I, listen, listening audience, my horizons have been expanded through Cynthia McMullen when it comes to menu selection, because I would stay really basic, much more basic than I would today, because I would just be worried about being nourished at the end of the meal and not being hungry. And Cynthia has an art of being curious, but providing enough of a safety net that you can try something that maybe is a little bit outside of your comfort zone, but know that there's going to be something coming later that is going to make sure you don't walk away hungry if you didn't like the taste. Mm -hmm. So how do you come up with these menus? And like, what's your thought process? Yeah. So I honestly believe that food is a love language. Um, You know, I think you can shower people with good food and there's something about experiencing food together that releases those endorphins and just makes everybody so much more happier. And so I love looking around a table and watching people try new menus and try new things and being able to laugh together over something different that may be hesitant about, which you know, I'll admit is oftentimes what I love doing. I love throwing something up on a menu and watching people be surprised. So I definitely go into it thinking about that. But one of the things that I, I guess two of the things that I can lean on, chef tasting menus are always a hit when you lean on the chef to sort of surprise your guest with some of their favorites. That oftentimes is several courses. And so if a guest doesn't really like something on a particular course, it's okay because they know three other courses are coming and it's just a tasting. So that's one of my go-tos. And then having a multi-course menu of sort of the greatest hits. So each course is, you know, served family style and it's a few different options are on the table and you get to sort of pick and choose what you like. And that's always my favorite as well, because then the entire culinary team is typically a part of that. And oftentimes they'll gather together and sort of pick their favorites. And so you have the staff who's also invested in, you know, everybody trying some of their favorites on the menu. So that's always a lot of fun. We should have warned everybody not to listen to this podcast if you're hungry, (laughs) because I'm like, (laughs) wanting a consultant connect a meal right Mm -hmm. now. And I'm probably going home to peanut butter and jelly. Um, Okay. So one of the things that we talked about on the previous podcast, but I want to dive a little bit deeper on is around energy. Because when you think about events, it is so important to manage energy. And, you know, you can think through that in terms of the agenda and how do you time like the sessions or the, you know, breaks and those kind of things, which is vitally important. And I think everybody listening would agree that that's vitally important. But there's something to be said about managing your team's energy too. And I feel like as the curator of a lot of these experiences, you have figured out how to assemble a really good team and to get them in place to perform really well. And so what do you feel like are the tips for making sure that your team is bringing the right energy to an event because that translates to whoever the event is for. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I think you hit the nail on the head. I think making sure that you surround yourself 
with that energy from your team, whether that's, you know, your staff team or just the team that's kind of all going to be working together for the day or for the duration of the event. I think that guests can definitely feel the host energy more than what you think. So I think it's really important to surround yourself with team members who are going to balance you, who are going to check you, who are going to notice if you're stressed and jump in. Or if you notice that they're stressed, you are able to sort of give that uh, nonverbal cue and jump in. I think that's one of the blessings that we have working so long together that we oftentimes, you know, can just recognize what we're thinking without even saying anything. But that's kind of one of the things that I've noticed in working with other host and some other teams is you can definitely feel if a team is a little disorganized and they're frantic and they have this nervous energy and it's sort of our role in working with those other teams is to sort of remind them, hey, like everybody is super excited to be in your community right now. We, we love what we do and we love the people that we're here with and to sort of provide that calm, neutralizing energy and so that just remember to have fun. And sometimes it can be hard to do that when things don't go as planned. And if you're in the event world, things never go as planned. You can't control the weather. You can't control the people. So having a team around you that's sort of going to balance you in the energy. And I think, you know, you mentioned that you can't control everything and you're, you're so correct. I mean, there's only so much that you can control. But I think that sometimes people underestimate how much planning goes into certain events and that it may look so seamless, but behind that, what seems really seamless is a group of people that spent hours pouring into like creative touches and a run of show that's very detailed. And in order to be able to pivot, everybody needs to know the plan. Mm -hmm. And so there's... There's so much power in having a team huddle where everybody knows every intimate detail of an event mm -hmm. and what their role is and knowing that they're going to own their role, but they also need to know at least what the other person is also needing to get accomplished so that if something happens where we need to pivot, it's not the first time they've heard about it. They don't need to know it like an expert, but they need to know it enough to step in if needed. So like... If I need to go pick a consultant up, like I've read the bio of mm -hmm. that person. And so as a team member, it's your responsibility to know your role and to have an understanding of that full run of show because you don't have control over everything and you might need to step in. And so preparation really is king Absolutely. when you do events, like the preparation and the trust in your team to be able to pivot. Absolutely. And I think those team huddles, as you said, they really allow you to be prepared earlier than what you really feel is necessary. And that oftentimes can be very beneficial when you're huddling with your team and you think you have this full run of show, step-by-step -step instructions, everything is here. And then your team can oftentimes contribute something that you didn't really think about and can just sort of create something more unique and something more memorable that you didn't even consider because you're so deep into the details. And so I love that part of you know gathering your team together and saying, Here's the full run of show. Here's what your role is going to be. Here's what my role is going to be. And that also can be sort of a relief to some team members if they know everything's where it should be. If I need access information, it's all somewhere on the server or 
in a specific shared access point. But knowing, you know, I don't have to worry about that. Someone else has got that under control. I need to worry about the energy on the floor or vice versa. You know, you worry about the energy of the people in the crowd. I'm going to be handling the details behind the scenes. I'll pull you in if I need you, but really being able to sort of partner in those managing those sort of different sides of an event. Yeah. And I think, you know, I always talk about trust of the team, but trust is something that is built and everybody has to come to the table being willing to bring their best to an event, but also be prepared to flex in and out of roles. And one of the things, and I, you know, I'm crazy in love with the Consultant Connect team, but one of the <laughs> things that I love more than anything is seeing the team all together at Economics, our annual event, because we travel so much in smaller teams. And I know what Cynthia needs for me if I'm on an event because I've traveled with Cynthia. I know what Nick needs if me and Nick are partners on an event because I've traveled with Nick or Paige or you know, you kind of have your role shift that happens depending on your pairing. But when you see the Consultant Connect team all together at Economics and you get a chance afterwards to debrief and you hear about some of the things that you didn't even know happened behind the scenes and how people shine just in a moment is one of the most rewarding things. Totally. Because you've built this team that has that level of trust for one another and mm -hmm is able to kind of flex in and out. And you know, you guarantee that if you say to Nick, Nick, I need you to be out with the people and I need you to make sure that everybody just has a good time and trust that we're going to handle the back end, mm -hmm. that that's going to happen and he's going to have stories and it's not going to go perfect, but there's, you know, things that are going to happen, but it's going to be great. Yeah. And at the same sense, like he knows that, back of the house, Cynthia's got it, you yeah. know, or Paige is managing the crazy things that are happening in production. Yep. And when we all get to come back together and hear almost the debrief of each other's day post-economics mm -hmm. are some of my favorite moments because you can celebrate the strength of a team. Mm -hmm. You can celebrate the strength of an individual. And because our team has so much trust, you can like really laugh about some of the things that were like, really could have been like tense moments that somebody wanted to like go down mm -hmm. or get frustrated mm -hmm. or cry. And then, but with the team, it's all something that we conquered together. Yeah, And that is, I think you only get that through time working with one another and through that ability to see somebody else's strength. Mm -hmm. You know, like people always say to me and Cynthia, you guys remain so calm. And it's like, I'm only as calm as Cynthia helps keep me <laughs> calm and vice versa. Like, yeah. there's so many times that Cynthia sees that I'm stressed and need to step away. Nobody else recognizes it, but she does. And she makes sure that I'm taken care of and vice versa. There's times yeah. where I'm like, oh, boy, something like, just happened. Something just happened. <laughs> and I'm going to have to really step in and like mm -hmm. stall time or, you know, say something or make a joke or do something to just kind of lighten because there's something happening behind the scenes that didn't go exactly correct. And I can see it in my friend's eyes. <laughs> <laughs> and I've got this, yeah. you know. Especially when I come to you and say, um, they totally forgot that we had breakfast this morning and we have 
no food. So if you can pivot for a little while, I'm going to figure this out. Or And, and she knows that I'm going to find a way to pivot and make sure that everybody knows that food is coming. <laughs> yeah, there's so many times. I mean, I think about one story. I, I remember exactly where we were in Chicago, where I knew something went wrong because all of a sudden the hotel had a cocktail bar out and I was thinking, man, I don't, cocktails were not on our agenda. (laughs) And then in just a flashing moment, I was like, they're making up for something that they didn't do to (laughs) Cynthia's standard and we're now getting cocktails and that's okay. Like we're going to, we're going to pivot with this. And it's just those moments that we laugh about now, but in the moment you can see each other's stress. And I think I just love that we've built this team that recognizes each other's strengths and is also able to pivot Mm -hmm. and help each other out because we're able to translate, I think, so much better to the client because we we cover for one another. We laugh with one another. We genuinely love each other and the work. Agreed. And I love that our energy, everything that you just said, translates to host communities that we're working with. So they almost feel our energy and they feel like they're a part of the team or like we're a part of their team and they weren't expecting everything that you had to pivot is a good story to tell as a part of, you know, everyone's along that journey with you and you're like, okay, we totally didn't expect we're gonna have to do this, but here we go. And it's another memory. It's another shared experience that you experienced together. And so being able to sort of bring that out in the team that you're working with, whether it's somebody that you've worked with for years or you have an ad hoc team, like being able to bring that energy and trust out in different teams is is key. Yeah. And I also think just that confidence of like you're going to have a run a show and you need to know it like the back of your hand, but you also need to be able to scrap it when it absolutely needs to be scrapped and we need to pivot. And I think after doing so many events, like you start to just have the confidence of I'm going to know when we need to pivot if we do. And I may not know what's coming, but I know we can handle it. Mm -hmm. And that's scary to say out loud because I can see the look in your eye and you're like, but we have an event coming up and I want it to go according (laughs) to plan. I can see her. her. She's looking at me like you're cursing us. But I truly do believe that whatever comes our way, we're going to we're going to figure it out because we have so much experience mm-hmm. and we bring that confidence of we're, we're confident in the work that we do. We're confident in each other. And we've seen a lot. We may not have seen it all. But after seeing a lot, you naturally make better decisions on how to recover when things don't go exactly as planned. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the beauty sometimes of us partnering with communities to bring consultants in is they get to partner with a team that this may be your one or two event of the year, but it's not ours. And so we're in this flow of, you know, when things don't go according to plan, how do you pivot? And we're in the flow of, you know, what are other communities doing and talking about and giving us gifts and, you know, all these little things to help you stand out, I think is one of the great joys that we get to bring with working with communities. Agreed. And I love hearing communities talk about their community and brag about the things that they are so excited about. And it's our role to sort of being able to translate that passion 
into an event and an experience that everybody else can experience as well. And I think that's one of the things that we're blessed to do, honestly, is to help elevate communities around the United States and tell their stories that they may not have a chance to in the past and to be able to sort of have fun while doing it and experience that along with them. Yeah. Well, I know, Cynthia, we're running out of time, but I have to make the shameless plug that if you heard us talk about economics and how much we love it and you've not come before, I hope that this year is the year that you come and check it out because It is an amazing event. It's an amazing time. You get to see our full team in action. We always have surprises up our sleeves, courtesy of Cynthia, almost always. (laughs) And this year we're going to be in Columbus, Ohio. And partnering with the One Columbus team has also been really fun because they've been with us for a while and they know what we like to do. And they're helping to partner with us to pull off some of the surprises this year. And I just am really excited about this year's event. And There's not a ton of seats left, but I know Nick has some seats left available. So if you haven't attended economics and you're listening to this and you're feeling the contagious energy that I hope we're displaying across the sound waves here Mm -hmm. because we truly do love this event, I hope you reach out to Nick, Nick at consultantconnect.org and get a ticket because it is a truly fun and impactful experience. Agreed. We've got a lot of surprises up our sleeves, currently planning a lot of fun experiences, but it's definitely one of those things that you don't want to miss. It's definitely one of those things that I love seeing being talked about months after, and it's definitely a place that you're going to make memories with site consultants and economic developers and learn a lot of impactful things and have new experiences with some speakers we have up our sleeves as well. Oh, yeah. Your mind will be blown. Yes. Trust me. All right, Cynthia. Well, that's a wrap. Thanks for being with me. Thank you. Thanks for sticking with us till the very end. This podcast is sponsored by Research on Investment, Lead Generation for Economic Development, and Gazelle AI. Spend more time closing, less time chasing. Did you like what you heard today? Don't forget to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. The America's Jobs Team podcast is audio engineered by Andrea Fuller and produced by Faye Davis.